Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. You have a good weekend? I did have a good weekend. I visited the in-laws, and uh, yeah. Fun, fun. I uh, I shot some guns. Ooh, that's... I fired a twenty-five odd six, which okay. I think I, it didn't bruise my shoulder on the outside, but I think it might have bruised <laughs> my shoulder on the inside. Yeah, yeah. A two-two-three AR fifteen, mm. or and a uh, forty-five Springfield. Fun. Which um fun. I I managed in I fired one shot from the twenty-five odd six and managed to hit the target. My in-laws a hunt, and uh, they have the the targets that kind of give you an idea. Of like what you're doing wrong or whatever. Oh yeah. And they determined that my my grip on my finger, my actual trigger finger, is wrapped around the trigger. So when I'm like when when you because you're supposed to squeeze a trigger, you never pull the trigger. Yeah. When yeah. I'm when I'm squeezing, it's actually squeezing in the knuckle right. I guess the first knuckle from your hand, not the first knuckle from the tip of your finger. But when I'm squeezing, I'm actually pulling the gun left, which caused the mm. bullet to go left. Yeah. And so when I fired the AR, I corrected that, but I didn't hit the target once. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> when I fired the forty-five muzzle climb, muzzle climb. I don't, I don't know how many guns you fired, but yeah, those, those, uh, those things pop. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in gun ownership. <laughs> well, I don't own any of these guns, so it, it's fine. Nah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I had a, I had a good weekend as well, man. It was my birthday on Saturday. It was happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I had a, all my close friends came over for a little Dang. get together. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's messed up. I didn't know. Why didn't you tell me? I I said I, I invited my close friends. <laughs> Your invitation must have got lost in the mail. That's my bad, man. That's, that's, that's my cool. bad. Nah. <laughs> it's the only reason I asked about your weekend was for that joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Here on the B-Roll podcast, <laughs> we watch and review straight to stream science fiction and science fiction adjacent media. This is a Monday release, so we've watched a movie. Chris, tell the masses what movie we watched. We watched a patron suggestion only. I have the blurb. Yeah, our first Patreon suggestion. We've yeah. had a few emails. I think people prefer to reach out, reach out to us that way. But this person messaged us on Patreon. Very cool. Only after a comment reached... Uh, after a comment releases a mysterious virus that begins to kill all the women in the world... A young couple hides out in their oversterilized apartment trying to fight for their lives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one, uh, this one's a bit of a downer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Kind of. It's kind of a downer. I haven't decided what stance <laughs> I'm going to take on this movie yet. So I'd love to hear your stance on this movie. Sure. So this is going to be another one of those movies where I want to start with facts first. Spit some facts, yo. Spit some facts. The first fact I want I want to add is this movie is a I think this is technically the director's first movie, like in terms of a, like an actual film. This is Takashi. I'm gonna mispronounce it. Doshe, Dosher, Dosher, Dosher. I don't know. This is actually his his third movie, but yeah. Well, it says only was Dosher's second film after Still, which he directed in. To a one eighteen. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, there's, there's a uh, fifty no, minute I, film called Hear Us, but that says it's music based. I don't know. It might not be. It's only fifty minutes. So I wouldn't call that a feature length film. So you're right. I still uh, think I misread it. So this would be his second movie. Still is a movie that he directed in 2018, and he also co-directed a documentary called The Fighting Chance, featuring Kyle Maynard, who I don't know who that is, but it's featured. Oh. Uh, he's the, um, he is the gentleman with no limbs who has climbed Mount, I think he's climbed some mountains and he won a national wrestling championship. Oh, interesting. He ascended Mount Kilimanjaro without the aid of prosthetics. Yeah. So if you've ever wondered why you haven't done anything in your life, it's because this guy is doing it all for you instead. Yeah. I really think that I just need to, (laughs) like if something tragic had happened to me that I could just overcome... And then I could rise to greatness instead of just <laughs> mellow in my mediocrity. Yeah. So only yeah. <laughs> is 98 minutes long, which I think is actually about 10 minutes too long. 
I feel yes. like there were some moments that could have been cut from this movie. It is non-chronological in nature, yeah. which if anyone has ever seen a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, you know, those movies don't always take place in chronological order. It is yeah. about, as we said in the blurb, a man and a woman and their relationship during a pandemic. This movie has, on <sighs> IMDb, yeah. 5.1 out of 10. Mm-hmm. In terms of ratings, out of 2,262 raters, a median of five. I think probably that's accurate. And then You think that's accurate? Okay. I think so. And then 40% rotten from critics and with an overall audience score of 32%. So I think this movie is well shot. I think it's well directed. I actually think that the direction of the movie is great. I think the actors are all fantastic, believable. The performances that they put in, I think, are excellent. I don't know. I just don't think it's good, like, if that makes any sense. Like, it's a great movie, like, as mm. it exists in the in the media or in the media. Okay. I just didn't really like it, and, I don't, and I'm not sure exactly why, if that makes any sense at all. That makes sense, I think. What I think... I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. On a few points. Like I said, I'm oh, having trouble deciding. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm having trouble deciding. I know how I feel about the movie because I also feel that it is decently shot. I like that you can tell when it's kind of in a flashback and when it's not. Like the, the it looks different. It feels different. Like there's like a different coloring to it, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But it's not a good story and the characters are not likable. And the first half of the movie is way too slow. <laughs> and it feels lazy. It just feels lazy. Okay. Uh, I, and I have nothing, I don't know what else to say. I don't, I don't know. It's not good. I disagree also when you said you think it deserves the 5.1. I think it's a three at best. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I just don't know where to start with all Scathing. of this. Scathing. Scathing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, it's, it's no IO. It's not a one. <laughs> <laughs> no okay so the two main characters really the two there's there's some other quote-unquote characters they show for a scene maybe two scenes right the two main characters follow the trope of the man who's super overprotective and does what he, everything he can to save or help whatever his lady friend his significant other to the point where it's overbearing right it's controlling mm-hmm. yada 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 and she's a stereotypical she doesn't recognize anything he's doing as being good and just whines about it and ends up uh, i'm sorry i want to spoil the movie right now <laughs> and ends up committing suicide because her life is so hard and she's so depressed about it so this movie came out it released in a couple of festivals in late 2019 it had a limited run in the theaters as far as I can tell, it was limited uh, March of 2020. 20, yes. Was it March, though? March 6th. Yeah, March 6th, 2020. And she is in... So, we, as we said in the blurb, there's a virus going around that kills women. Men can be carriers, but this virus is lethal to women within days, like four or five days. <sighs> and she's in captivity for 400 some odd days. I think it's like 440 or something like that. I think it yeah. is 400 exactly. Oh, is it 400 exactly? Okay. Yeah, because I think day and she like committed suicide is... at 998 or 999, whatever. Or 399, 398, excuse me. And I don't know, man. It's <laughs> like, I I understand. Like I said, I think it's just, I think there's some poor timing on, on this movie because it's about a global pandemic where <laughs> they have to stay inside and can't leave and she gets yeah. stir crazy and ends up making horrible decisions. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I, way to be apt like a year before people <laughs> are getting stir crazy and making horrible yeah. decisions. <laughs> and so it just makes her even more unrelatable and more unlikable than I think she would have been if I saw this movie at the film festival when it first came out or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I absolutely acknowledge that maybe this hasn't maybe this the shelf life of this movie was way shorter than they <laughs> intended but every female character is basically at the mercy of the dudes now there's only there's only a couple of female characters right there's not many yeah. and really none of them are prevalent in any way except for our, our female lead played by what is it frida frida pinto is that how you pronounce that i believe so or freda maybe freda i apologize if i'm mispronouncing your name she's she does well it's just this is this movie 
and it's billed as a romance. Was this a romance? Uh, yes. Uh, nah, whatever, I guess. It's a drama about a couple. I wouldn't call it a romance. I mean, it... it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, romance is a lot of that's a that's a wide ocean, man. You know, it's like the 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 net we cast with quote science fiction. Because <laughs> I I do think it is, and like I do think it's it's a romance or it's quote unquote romantic, but not in the sense that we really understand. Well, I don't want to say that we really don't understand, but we probably haven't gotten anything like this in a long time. Because uh, I I do think that at the beginning of this movie. I, I believe that both characters are, like I said, I believe they're, I, I believe, I like the performances. I really enjoy the performances. I think that sure. there was a lot of natural chemistry, whether that was positive or negative chemistry. I do think it was there. I felt like I've had a couple of these discussions, <laughs> I guess is what I should say. But yeah, I mean, just because it's not a happy ending, spoilers, and they don't. Oh, I thought like, the movie was very happy, but yeah. at the end, I thought the ending was very uh, happy. But um, it's it's a romance, but not in a romance like everyone falls in love and lives happily ever after. It's a romance in the way that in any relationship, especially interpersonal ones, where you know it's um it's a romantic <laughs> relationship. You know, you have ups and downs, and the the the, in, the choices of one impact the choices of both. Whether or not those decisions are good or bad, here's looking at you, Eva. You know, the things that you do impact the people around you. And in that way, I do think that, yes, it is a romance. If you changed the dynamic of the two characters, would it have changed anything about the movie? Like if it was a father and daughter or mother and son or brother and sister, cousins, just friends, it wouldn't have impacted the film, the overall story of the film. The only reason that they're quote unquote dating in the movie is to try to because that's something we can relate to and it, it, it's trying to sell itself in that romance but there isn't any because it doesn't like that character could have been of any relation or just a friend and that would have been fine i don't agree with that okay. i think had it had it been a father daughter we'd have we would have just had the road but it would yeah, have been maybe. in an apartment you know same thing with a, a mother son a it wouldn't be a romance <laughs> no would not God, but uh <laughs> but uh no I, no i i think i think you're making a different movie if it's not a man and a woman in a right but the central conflict would like when i think romance film the conflict has to be the relationship in some way and it isn't here but it really. is no but the way that the relationship is strained is not eh, i don't know i i don't know I, I, it doesn't matter I, i'm not gonna <laughs> be able to i i think that it is bare if it is romance, which I'm I'm not gonna make a hard line about it. Fair it enough. can be that I'm not gonna like fault anyone or fault you, but if it is, it's barely there. Well, yeah, I think we because we don't see it. Right. The only romance that we ever really get is in a quick is a very quick scene. Well, I think we get two. One at the beginning, one or not even at the beginning of the movie. One just no. at the beginning of of the story. Of, yeah, the actual story itself, and one towards the end. And then during, you know, a little vignette, we kind of get that relationship going from whatever it was to however it ends. Uh, we just don't see it. And I think that that, like, when you say the relationship isn't the conflict, I think it is. Because you have these two people that, who knows where they were going to go. I'm sorry, I, the relationship is in conflict, but it doesn't that- matter that that relationship is a romantic relationship. Didn't you just say that it, that their relationship wasn't the conflict? Did I miss no. what you said? Yeah, you missed what I said. Okay, what'd you say? Say it I again. don't I don't know the exact words. <laughs> when I say relationship, I meant like their intimate relationship. Their coupling is that like a, like I kind of go back to the first thing I said. They could have just been friends. It doesn't matter. This movie could have been about it could have been like I said any other type of relationship, and it would not have changed the story. We wouldn't get the one scene where they they're kind of being romantic but it could have been anything else you know what i mean and it would not have changed her being in captivity him becoming controlling and more you know and blah 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 until he's she eventually walks outside and breathes (laughs) the ashen air and then they go on a trip together Hmm. because it's her last few days if she had done that with her brother it would have been just as impactful it would like it wouldn't have changed anything that's my point the, their mm. their conflict, the conflict in their relationship is absolutely part of the plot. But the fact that they are a couple isn't. If that does that make sense? Uh, I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't it doesn't really matter. 
it's just another it reminded me a lot of io and <laughs> that it's slow they don't explain everything right away or ever this is a better movie than io for sure i think i've already said that and i think it's also because it's a, another movie where you just have one you know the one or two characters and you have a male lead and a female lead and no one else is important or, or it is barely there yeah yeah i just the movie's pretentious and overbearing and if maybe we had more times with more time with the characters, maybe if it had been a mini series, we would have felt differently about it. Or maybe if it had been a short film and they trimmed it up and made it a little bit better pace, it would have been better. I don't know. Well, I, I and maybe I'm just reading too much into it, like into the meta itself. Sure. But but I didn't really have any issues with pacing because mm. I feel like I, I felt like that was intentional. I kind of want to do the plot breakdown, but I kind of don't want to do a plot breakdown just because. I feel like the the pacing was designed to reflect their relationship, not as a couple, but how how their relationship as they exist as people. So they are, as far as we are aware, a uh, man and a woman in a romantic relationship. They're not married. They appear to be just boyfriend and girlfriend. They are not engaged. Uh, they're not divorced. Hmm. They appear to just be a couple. Would have been and more then, interesting if they were going through a divorce and then all this happened. Maybe. That would have been interesting. And maybe even given more credence to the whole romance part of it. Well, it would have... I think it, it, it might have robbed us of what we get, which is these two people who are forced to, to be alone with each other for 400 days that are just starting their relationship, right? So right. You, they don't really get to know each other. We don't really know anything, like, they don't really know anything about themselves, you know, because they're young. And then at the end of the movie, while we've trudged through it, we've trudged through them. They go from a happy couple to a couple that, you know, understands there's there's an issue with circumstance. Mm-hmm. Then resentment sets in, and then hatred sets in, and then defiance sets in. And then we get the final couple scenes where essentially, spoilers... Uh, Ava gets a call from her father who admits to her that her mother has been taken away and she wants to talk to her dad and William will not let her. So she points a gun at him and makes him leave their apartment or, well, technically her apartment. And then she takes her helmet off outside because <laughs> she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to be, she doesn't want to be without her family, which I understand. I think she's just, she's just sick of being with Will. You know what I mean? Like, there's a scene I in guess, this and movie. she lives the rest of her life with him, quite literally. Yeah. She talks about the, yeah, so I mean, meh. And would, how, mm, yeah. Well, there's a scene in this movie where she, she asks, do you even love me? And he says, how can I answer that? You know what I mean? Like, he's gone yeah. from her boyfriend to her jailer, essentially. Like I, like, I know that's a strong word to use, but, like, he essentially imprisons her in her own apartment. I think that that's, like, that's kind of... That's the idea of romance doesn't just cover two people meeting and falling in love and getting married and having kids. Like being in a relationship with someone with some intimacy and then, you know, that relationship going sour and still being in it. I think the pacing of the movie and their relationship were in, like were written intentionally like that, in my opinion. Because sure, that's what it like, could that's be what, intentional. That's I never what said it wasn't whole, intentional. Well, I, I'm not even sure if it is intentional. I, I guess that's like for me. That's how this movie makes sense. Is it? I I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's a very. And when I say that, I just like I, it didn't do anything for me. I was not entertained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did find some things, you know, interesting. I laughed once or appealing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll ask you when you laughed. Uh, when they're in the diner and there's news, there's news on, and the government has upped the bounty. For oh. <laughs> uninfected women from $1 million to $2 million. And the two guys are like, blah, 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 blah. The two guys are kind of at the bar at the diner. Yeah. And the one's like, well, you don't think they pay? Uh, I don't think so. And he's like, well, what, you wouldn't? Oh, he goes, oh, I think they pay. I just, oh, what, you, I just, you know, I don't think I'd ever find a woman or something like that. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. And he goes, what, you wouldn't turn in? You would You would turn in your wife? You would turn in your daughter for $2 million? And he goes, well, I wouldn't turn in my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, boomer jokes about wives, but with a <laughs> twist that fits the world. I thought it was it was the most human thing I saw in the entire movie. It was great. Like I could yeah. see that conversation. It was funny. I mean, that's that's all I mean is when I thought it was good. When I thought the movie was a great movie as it exists in the medium. Sure, that's what I meant. Is I I think there's a lot of 
messaging for this movie, or not even necessarily messaging, but I think the the movie's design in and of itself is what I found appealing. Maybe not necessarily the story or the way that story gets conveyed. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like it's not an Artemis Fowl situation where no, um, no we it's just not that I, bad. where we just dislike the movie or it's a bad movie that's actually really good. I just don't. I think that I just hate Eva, Eva, Eva <laughs> so much. Eva, yeah. Uh, and even if you're driven to the point where you don't want to do this anymore, couldn't she have turned herself in on the off chance that, you know, her as an uninfected woman would be able to help in some way and with the government's experiments to try to either create a cure or to have where well, they were talking on this, the, the news about artificial wombs or something like that. Yeah. They were harvesting eggs like, hey, you could be contributing. Now, maybe not. Maybe it's actually all bullcrap and, you know, yada, 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 and they're going to kill you for it. But either way, you're, like, willing to die. So, okay, let's do it, you know? Well, you know, she joined It's a that, selfish... It's all selfishness. I get it. She joined that mom Facebook group. That she room. did. She did join a mom <laughs> Facebook group. I don't understand. And maybe I would have understood more eight months ago, you know? Yeah. Not that we're in her situation where you can't really leave the apartment and it's you can't let talk to anybody. You know, we're not even not even close to that. So I understand that it is worse than what we're in right now. Well, at least I say that we're in. Some of our listeners might be worse off, some better yeah. off depending on where they're at. But uh, everyone's gone through a little bit of something. So, anyways, no. So I didn't I didn't like the movie. I thought the pacing was bad at the beginning. It was just too slow to because it would have been and I. I agree that it was deliberate, deliberately uh, paced that way. And I feel like that pacing would have worked if it didn't telegraph everything. The flashbacks were almost 100% unnecessary because I already knew what had happened. I knew how she got sick. She went outside when she wasn't supposed to. I knew it like 30 minutes before they showed us, you know, showed that happening. At the beginning of the movie, you see the plastic torn apart. There's been like there's been a forced entry. (laughs) <laughs> so i mean it's like i knew from the beginning what had happened yeah that uh, that yeah. she had gone outside and gotten right. that gotten infected i didn't know right. it was of her own volition that's what i <laughs> i was that's what i'm saying because i knew that she just did it yeah of her own volition so yeah i don't know it's not that long so if you want to go watch it also what is up with netflix having like the cover of this movie is a character who i don't think has but four minutes of screen time they just wanted to show Chandler Riggs on the cover, who barely looks like what I remember from The Walking Dead. He's Who's grown Chandler, up quite a bit. Who's Chandler Riggs? Chandler Riggs is the two people that are hunting them at the end. He's the son, the stepson. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, and like, he, I'm, who I'm is there. he? <laughs> he plays Carl on Walking Dead. Oh, okay. I don't think yeah. I've ever watched an episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's polarizing. It's... I'm looking at the cover and I don't see him on it. When I search for it on Netflix, I just get a picture of him. And he has one line in the movie. So, yeah. I, I mean, I would not be surprised if it's not right. Yeah, I think we talked about it before with Ragnarok, where it's just got a random picture of Hammer or something <laughs> like that. It was like that, but it's just a picture of him with that uh, rifle. Oh, so, fair enough. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think the movie's overrated. But I, I also will fully admit that the slower-paced kind of drama i'm gonna call them pretentious someone else will call them artsy type films are definitely not my bag so i'm willing to admit that this movie is not for me and so that could be painting my opinion oh i mean poorly 100 that this movie is artsy i think it's dripping in it like it, even if you, if you look at the movie poster uh <laughs> it has a waterfall coming out of their like their oh, combined yeah. heads you yeah. know what i mean you know, I, no, I I get where I get exactly where you're coming from. I mean, I will agree that I don't think the movie is good. Uh, I did not enjoy it. Like I said, I I think five is probably an accurate rating because I can't just judge a movie based on what I did and didn't like. I also have to judge it on how well it was produced. Sure, you know, I guess I, I, that's why I gave it a three and not a one. <laughs> I just can't score a movie that's that looks this good lower than a five. I guess. All right. I mean, that's that's yeah, that's on you. We can average out to a four. I'm okay with yeah. that. Instead of doing a plot breakdown, I was thinking I would ask you not even necessarily a couple of questions, but maybe just touch on some scenes that I really liked okay. and see if uh, you really liked them. Because this, much like Circle, is a movie that if you are going to enjoy watching it, you probably will not enjoy the way that we break down the plot. Because no, not at all. Because there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the scene 
which which is most of it. There's so little dialogue. Yeah, I'm not gonna take yeah. any. If, <laughs> if you want to know what's going on in the scene, yeah. yeah. If you want to know what's going on in the scene, just get the storyboards and the script and read it. So my first real, I guess, scene that I want to talk about is when they are leaving the apartment together to go on their trip. When she's got a full face of makeup and lipstick on and she's trying to pretend to be a boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That totally. scene. Yeah. <laughs> Very Fallout-esque. I guess, yeah. I feel like you could take a screenshot of that and you could Photoshop the vault dweller or the the, the sole survivor from Fallout 4 on that and someone would think that you were in Boston. Possibly. I mean, they're in D.C., so the I imagine the architecture is pretty similar, right? The yeah. Northeast, yeah. Did you like the the atmosphere or the look of this film? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I did. I think the cinematography is on point. I think I already said that I enjoyed how different they made the flashbacks look from their trek that's kind of the, I guess, yeah. the non-flashback parts. So I think they did really, really well with that. I was really okay. impressed. Immediately after that scene is when they go to the supermarket. Yeah. So interesting subplot of this movie. There's a virus that is deadly to women, right? Right. So men can get it. Men can get sick, but they can't die. So well, they, as, as they far don't as get we know, sick, they don't. They don't show symptoms. Right. They're just right. they're asymptomatic or they're carriers, whatever. Where is everybody? What do you mean? I know that women, the female of the the human species. What is it? It's 51% now? Or is it still 50-50? Yeah. It's like 51, something like that. Yeah. So why isn't anyone else in this store? Well, you notice there wasn't much in the store. Right. Yeah. But I... Also, they would have left first thing in the morning. Maybe they're getting there right when it first opens. There's lots but of reasons was... why there weren't a lot of people. Because there are more people in the diner later at yeah. mealtime, right? Okay. Uh, that, like you would expect to see. Okay. That's and fair. how many people would have moved away from certain areas, right? because um, when you have scarce resources, it's probably better to congregate else, like get everyone closer together, you know, it, regardless have, of the male female thing. If you just cut the population in half, you're going to have to redo some of those supply lines, you know? Sure. <laughs> I I do. I do feel like Eva. Um, I do want to nominate her for idiot of the movie for a lot of yeah, reasons. She committed suicide. So, um, yeah. But for the very, the very, very first instance when I realized that she was going to be an idiot, is when she stopped at the tampon section. If there were, if you were, if there were any other way for you to give away who you are in public, is for you to stop and look at the tampons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Would you have paid that man? I don't know. Maybe. I. I. Prob. Pro, I want to say. I want to say that I would say. I want to say yes because I'm not thieving, right? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I probably would not have because I would want to leave that much quicker. But maybe paying him makes him less likely to turn them in. I don't know. Maybe that was the thought process. Yeah, I. It's they don't really address it. I mean, they kind of address it because there's two people that try to hunt them down, right? But uh, right. we really only get this movie's message from the two main characters, obviously the other women in the chat room or whatever. But like, we don't really know why anyone would want to turn these people in. Other than, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to talk about how the science may or may not exist to perpetuate the species or what have you, but. Well, yeah, I they just, don't talk about the bounty for ever, for a long time into the movie. Yeah. But even then, I just, I wouldn't have the incentive if <laughs> one, one to $2 million doesn't mean anything when it's, you know, when the world's going to end. I mean, well, I, I think I, the I, idea is that it's not just one to $2 million bounty. It's also, hey, we're we're taking them to keep them safe and to, you know, there's the propaganda behind it. You know? Yeah. No, I got you. No, I just, I just wouldn't have the incentive. And I don't even necessarily think this old man had the incentive because as soon as he takes her hat off, he, he appears to be in shock. Like but he hasn't seen a, he probably hasn't yeah. like seen a woman in forever. Just like the kid later on. Yeah. They're in shock. Yeah. Cause they're just like, it's so different. Yeah. Right. I don't think he had any ill intent. And I, I, you know, when he first did that, I was like, wow, he just grabbed her hat. That's rude. Like, who does that? And I realized that he's not (laughs) in his right mind. He's confused. He's dumbstruck even. Yeah. I also noticed (laughs) when they, when they went into the diner, speaking of the diner. Stupid. Should have got it to go. He said they don't have any eggs. Yeah. Interesting. So it appears that this affects not only human women, but maybe animal females maybe well i mean that would be the reason why they wouldn't have any eggs right maybe or there's just not like like we mentioned supply lines eggs are harder to come by for some reason or another i don't know i mean we also don't see any other birds 
well, I mean, I'll, if the movie doesn't make a point of there being no birds, then right, you know, I yeah. wouldn't notice. I just, I no, it was just one of the things I wondered is if yeah, it affected maybe. not all, if it affected all females, not just human women. I mean, how is the ash still happening a year later? It doesn't make any sense. So it's a, it was a comet, right? Comet flew by. Some of it brushed off into the atmosphere, came down as ash that infected everybody with this, or that infected people with this virus. Mm-hmm. But the ash still falls a year later. So is it like, is the comet still here? Is it stuck in orbit? Maybe ash doesn't just... evaporate and then fall down again. Like that's not a thing. So yeah. it should have happened once and then blown over, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, when they were in the hospital, mm-hmm. I do appreciate Will's immediate read of the situation yeah he was very much a man of action well no, well not even necessarily being a man of action but being able to recognize only women are like there's only women like appear to be injured or in mm-hmm. any sort of distress like he first notices i think when that nurse walks past him and she's got a bloody face which caroline had and then he's like he looks over at the waiting room area and like people come in with a little girl and she's got a bloody face and so he just he quickly realizes that this is only affecting women. I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. He uh, he passed his insight role for sure. <laughs> What's your passive perception? No, his is Let's... rocking it. He's rocking it out of the park there, man. What did you think about her taking all the pictures? Did you hate that or did you like it? I thought that was good. So she was taking pictures. Okay. I thought it was kind of a jerk move of his to be like, well, who's going to look at these pictures? Why are you taking them? <laughs> They're for you, buddy. Who do you think? Yeah, no joke. <laughs> Chronological, you know, uh, chronicling. Yeah, chronicling their journey. Yeah, that was kind of, I, I disliked him for that a bit, but no, well, I thought it was I, cool that she was taking pictures of everything. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, I think it, <laughs> uh, I think this movie does a pretty good job of showing two people that can barely stand each other, mm-hmm. but still care about each other enough. Like immediately after this photo thing that we're talking about, she has taped down her breasts. You yeah, know, she's so, got like a medical wrap and then taped down to try to yeah hide her figure. She asks him to like help, you know, to help her with it, and he goes into the tent and he takes it off, and then he, I I think he touches her naked back, but then he just gets out and then goes outside yeah and so like i have here that this the pandemic really must have killed their intimacy which well yeah they couldn't touch know. each other forever that's the first <laughs> time he's touched her probably and i don't know how long yeah i was um i got married in october of 2019 and then spent the the first i don't want to say the first i spent the first couple of months enjoying being able to spend time with my wife and like and touch her <laughs> and then uh I, you know well not in quarantine and then corona happened so for the past seven months you know, being in quarantine. I can't imagine 400 straight days of just not being able to touch somebody. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it's yeah. odd. It's odd. Any, any of the couples out there that didn't make it through quarantine, that sucks. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Um, no, it is. It is. So we got the news where they uh, determine it's a, it, it's a pathogen, which I think is just another fancy word for virus, right? Pathogen? I actually don't know. Google it for me. Pathogen. It's the oldest and broadest sense any organism that can produce disease. Oh, a bacterium, virus, or other microorganism. Okay, so yeah. it could be anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah, a, a pathogen that is very harmful, very deadly. And during the vignette, where we actually kind of get their relationship over the past 400 days, they have the embryo project. And then, um, yeah, there's just a bunch of, they get in this chat room. They just, they start sharing news articles. People are bombing the embryo project warehouses or front offices claiming that they, the people who did the bombing are doing quote unquote God's will. So yeah, that was probably the most realistic part of the movie. <laughs> Seriously, seriously. Women all around the world are dying within exposure to this. And so the, the government and CDC, whoever, not only are they trying to find a cure, but they're trying to find some way of birthing new humans artificially. Right. Yeah. And then that place gets bombed because no, that's this is God's plan. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Did you notice I'm sorry, you were getting to a point and I interrupted you. No, 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 no. I was no, I was just asking if you like I just asked you if you really liked it. Yeah. Oh, I mean I didn't like that they were bombing the thing. No. I thought it was realistic. Yeah. I liked that I liked it as a story device, yes. That's what I meant. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
I'm surprised that no one in that chat group was a like I like how it got down to just her in the chat group and I'm like you mean there weren't government agents FBI agents in there trying to track people well, down please well I think at the beginning she in it one of the people posts and says don't share any personal information yeah for your safety and for everyone else's don't share any personal info oh sure um, but, I mean they say yeah. that on every chat group and people still meet up elsewhere and blah 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 right like, you know, um, I'm just saying that no one tried to fish you know oh I'm sure people it's did weird <laughs> Yeah. Like, so the last person that she eventually chats with is Hope365. Yeah. Hmm. 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 So do you notice that at no point did they say that the virus is killing women? They always use the term female. The bounty has gone up for uninfected females from 1 well, million to 2 million. Yeah. The over 10 million females have died. Well, yeah, that's. I get that uh, that's the proper term for like a a scientifically speaking or medically speaking or what have you. But if you're on the news saying things like they're women, you know what I mean? Like that's I don't know. It just didn't sound right to me. Well, I think it's all part of the I don't want to say dehumanization process, but it's you know it's just the it's the science. Sure, but no, like when you have a conversation about it and they say female every single time, like even if I don't know, we just that's just not the way people talk. Well, yeah, because you know, well, they're, they're getting to they're getting to the point where they're trying to they're trying to get people to like understand. No, I'm just talking about even even in when they were first like in the flashback when everything's first happening and the news is going on, they they're using the ter- the word female instead of maybe women. I didn't catch it then. Yeah, I, I it just and it's stuck in my head. Well, maybe that's part of the whole misogynistic message that apparently Will is just exuding throughout this entire movie, which I don't. I, I don't necessarily agree that he's being misogynistic. I don't know enough. And I'm, I'm out here on the real saying that I don't know if that's the proper term or not. I don't think it is. I mean, that's kind of the message is that everything's rampant, toxic masculinity. We're hunting down women yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but no, I just, it, well, it's, I, if that's the message, it's bad as I, I rate this a two or <laughs> poorly done. Well, well, I wonder if it's, um, the portrayal was an attempt to. I'm, I'm assuming that Will is just a like as he exists as a male, a fictional individual, as a man that he is. Uh, he's protective, you know. And uh, in the hospital, like when you said it first, like he's he's a person of action. You know, he yeah. immediately pulls her out of there. He doesn't really give her any choice. I think he steals those hazmat suits. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And then he, you know, when she goes to sleep and wakes up. And he has locked the apartment down. It's not his. He doesn't live there. She lives there. Like, I think he's in his headspace. Like, I know that he's thinking, I'm trying to protect. I'm trying to protect her so nothing bad happens to her. But to Ava, like, he's a he's a warden, you know. And I just like I'm sure that conversation happens during their um, 400 days of being stuck with each other. But we never really get to see it other than them just shouting at each other a bunch of times. Cause he's like, I think there's a couple spots where we catch him where he says, I told you about the rules and you know, these are the rules that you have. You, you cannot deviate from mm-hmm. these rules. You know, that because like, your dad told us to do this. And I, I'm assuming he's a doctor or something along those lines for him to have this, this type of knowledge. Yeah. But well, I think her dad says my friend at the CDC. Mm. So, well, you know, he said he was trying to get a hold of his friend at the CDC. Yeah. He couldn't, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't so know. Maybe he yeah, I think you're right. He is some kind of medical yeah. individual. Yeah, I mean, he's an in the, he's in a medical profession of some kind. Yes. Yeah, like I, I just I just don't know if that's like I think it it starts to become misogyny because eventually he himself comes to see her as something like he comes to see her as not even necessarily a resource or an object or like property, but he comes to see her as like something that he has to protect, not. Eva, his girlfriend, it's Eva, the girl in here with me, who sure. like, I, I can't let anyone know that she's here. I have to take all these crazy precautions, blah, 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 blah. I think it, it I think it's misogynistic-ish, but I just don't know enough whether that's true misogyny or not. It's not, I mean, it's, I, he, he was impacting his own life just as much as he was, maybe not as much, but close to it, as much as she was, he was uh, impacting hers. He's got to keep this secret. He can't yeah. go see people yeah. as much. Like, he can go out, but he's not, right? He might be doing whatever he's doing for money, and he's coming home, you know? Mm-hmm. He can't really have close friends because he can't let anyone find out. So he's not as restricted, for sure, 
and it's true that he put a bunch of those restrictions in place, but he's like, oh my gosh, she could die. Mm-hmm. I got to do what I got to do. And he doesn't sleep and he just does everything that he, he can he can think of and that he's been told or that he can find out in order yeah. to protect her. And I get it. I get that he should have had a conversation about it, but at the same time, he's freaking out. And they never address, like, they never address his mental state and everything. It's about her mental state. And she decides, I don't want this anymore and goes and kills herself. <laughs> Despite all of his efforts and everything he's done and wherever he is at mentally, she's disregarded that and making a decision to go do this. And I get that the message is, well, she's doing this for herself to be free. He's a prisoner too. It's not like he was like, yep, yeah, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very no, one-sided. Uh, sure. Like I said, it's very tropey. Uh, maybe that's like the true message. Because I think on her face, like at the end of the movie, when she's standing there on the roof and she takes the hat off or the, the hood off and she's looking at him, uh, like he's he's upset. He's probably saying uh, some yeah. stuff. And you just see her face. Like she just looks, I don't want to say dejected, but she just looks very sad, very upset. She's maybe finally realizing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Maybe. Why did I do that? Why did I do this? Was dumb. Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, it was real stupid. Yeah, it was very dumb. So her father was in England, right? I believe so. And so, towards the end of the movie, I guess they break in, take her mother. I think he even says she's a woman of her age. You know, isn't useful. But uh, it looks like they beat him up, like they assaulted him or whatever. Well, he probably tried to stop them. Sure. You know, yeah. I, he him. says it. He says I tried to stop them. You know. Do you think that they were there? Because within minutes of that phone call, armed men, like armed people show up who appear to be in the military. You know what I mean? No, that's not true at all. What's not true? I don't think that's the, because she gets all freaked out. Then she goes outside. Yeah, that's on day 400. And then it's X number of days, X X amount of time later. No, it all takes place on day 400. Okay. All right. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. No, no, it does. I have it. I have it written in my notes here. So at the beginning, day four hundred, we see some clothes, maybe a hazmat suit. A room that was covered in plastic is now no, no, no. shredded. I'm, not, I'm just saying. You're saying within minutes, but it was not within minutes. It was a while because she had time. They had time to have the argument for her to get dressed, go outside, him to come up there, them to cry a whole bunch, then for her to take a nice long shower, and then time for her to take the test. So in like, hours, there's, there's yeah, there's some time in between here is what i'm trying to say it's not just like they show up within a minute but you're right it could easily be because she said something on the phone that they showed up although i think that the dad calling her at all would have been reason for them to show up you know what i mean like i don't think she needed to say anything yeah no that's what i'm saying like the i i think he was being coerced oh i don't maybe i don't think he was being coerced because i don't think the authorities in england are working with the authorities in america to track down women you know what I mean? I, mean, like, I don't I, think I, it's... I, I feel like the government entities would be doing everything they can to preserve themselves, regardless of how they feel about their citizens. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> themselves. Yeah. Not the other. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think that I think world governments would work together in that situation. Possibly. You can only have one kid in what happened to Monday. <laughs> yeah. But that was, was that worldwide? That was just in Europe. I don't, we still don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But why did Glenn Close, the president uh, in charge of, uh, a company based in Europe have an American accent. Yeah, I don't know. Why why was she why did she have the authority to institute <laughs> that pol- the one child policy but not beyond whatever governing council there was. So she was running know. for it later. I don't know. Yeah, Let's not talk about that movie. <laughs> Let's stay on topic a little bit. At least we're talking about a movie. <laughs> now you're right. You you're right. I didn't think about that timeline. Timeline-wise, well, I mean, but that all happening in the same day. I did like that the guy knew that she was hiding in there, but that she was infected, so he just let her be. Do you think he noticed the entire time because she leaves the test on the on the table or whatever? Or do you think that he like saw it as they were leaving? I think it's a combination of things. I think he noticed okay. all the little things. He okay. seemed to be pretty good. I mean, you know, he was yeah. astute. So, <laughs> Were those guys, were they in the military? They were police of some kind, yeah. Yeah, because he says Sarge. Like we right, hear him which say is a, Sarge. Which is a police rank. I think they were police. Yeah. Well, I mean, it isn't. But they could be federal. also be in the sergeant in the military? Maybe, but they weren't wearing insignia. So that makes me think federal police. Well, yeah. Well, my other question is, did they find out because of the phone call? Or did they find out because she went on the roof 
and took her <laughs> hat off in public. Oh, maybe. Yeah, who knows, man? <laughs> and someone was just standing around and been like, who are ah. we nominating for idiot of the movie again? It's it's yeah. Eva. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Eva. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are really the only super interesting scenes. I did enjoy the conversations between Arthur and Will, you know, despite the fact that they were going to, you know, kidnap his girl. I found the character of Arthur interesting. Casey is his stepson. Yeah. Uh, oh, apparently they, the guy who played Arthur was also in The Walking Dead, just oh. in later seasons I hadn't seen. My apologies. Hey. Keep going. That's fine. But his whole reasoning is that uh, he wants Ava because, or Eva, because he they need the eggs. So right. Yeah, in- interesting. Because I, I I don't know I don't know if Arthur and Casey would have killed Will had they been actually been able to get Eva. I was under the impression that they wouldn't. I mean, that's why they tied him up. They tied him up so she would come back. Yeah, maybe if I mean if they put a bullet in him, then she's just going to leave, right? So no, as soon fair. as she gets back, they tie her up and then they shoot him and then they leave. I just I don't know if they were or not. That's why I was. That's what I was asking. Yeah, sure. When she's running from Arthur and she goes to those rocks, I thought she had actually gone into a cave. Yeah, me too. And I was like, man, another cave. <laughs> well, there was a throwaway line where she's like, where they're walking, and she says, "A bear's going to get you." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I was wondering yeah, I remember that line, but I didn't put those didn't put those together. Uh, I was wondering if she was going into a bear cave. Uh, that would have been great. <laughs> so yeah, those are really only my scenes of interest. Was there anything that you really enjoyed or you thought was cool? No, I think you hit all the high points. Okay. Like I said, this movie would have been much better if we had more time to build the characters. If it was just told differently. Uh, like in a different format. Like I feel like I feel like if we had a mini series where every episode was bookended with like every episode is a flashback this book ended with them walking through the woods and we had more time to understand the characters more time with their like i get it they're sick of each other because they're stuck with each other for the whole year mm-hmm. but there's a lot more to explore there like i mentioned they didn't talk about his mental state at all they just they made him very one-dimensional she's very one-dimensional i feel like there's a lot of good ideas in there and they didn't do any of it so uh but no i don't have i don't have anything to add uh i, I don't, was yeah I was going to say, I have a slightly different idea of how they should have made this movie. We're not movie makers, so all of our ideas are probably garbage. Well, I wonder, had they they made it a two-part movie, but it was a single release, where the, begin, like, the beginning is all the scenes in the present, mm. and then the end is all the flashbacks. And it ends with the flashback of her... Yeah, committing so yeah, like and like release it as a single movie, but tell it in two parts, like a part one, yeah. part two, and yeah, having like just... a mid a mid movie title card, yeah, for part like, cause... two. That could be interesting. I don't know, like I didn't talk time about it. artsy because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't time it. I don't know how long they spend in the present. I, if from what I understand, I think there's enough present, there's enough moments in the present to uh, like have it work. I don't know. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should watch. Maybe I should like rip this movie cut it and then just watch it with yeah, all maybe. the flashback scenes or flashbacks and all the scenes in the present or in the scenes there in the present so i don't know all right man well i don't have anything else to add do you got anything else to add nope all right awesome. oh oh i did have a question i did have a, uh, i did have another right, question fine. why do they still call her ava they didn't think it through man they could have come up with anything else could have called evan? Her steve evan there you go they could have done something <laughs> Do you want to talk about any of the other actors? When I say other, no. I mean the other two. No, not at all. So F- Freda Pinto, I think is her actual name. It wasn't anglicized or anything. So that's pretty neat. She was in The Immortals. Did you remember that movie from 2011? Yeah. No, I never saw that. The only thing I really remember about that movie is it came out on November 11th of 2011. It's the only thing I really remember about it. And Leslie Odom Jr., who played Will, has been in some stuff, but he is most famous, I think, for being uh, Aaron Burr from Hamilton. Yeah. The the show. Did you watch that? Negative. You should watch it. It's pretty good. It's a musical, yeah? Yes. Yeah, all right. I will tell you this now. Uh, it is 160 minutes long. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was I mean, already not going to watch it, so it's all good. Fair enough. I mean, he's yeah. been in some other stuff. He's in a lot of TV shot, uh, spots. I think he's been in a couple films, nothing really major, but no, I, I honestly think Hamilton's worth the watch. I think it's really good. No, oh, he was also in Murder on the Orient Express. <gasps> Did you ever see that? I was actually interested in maybe seeing that, but then like it came out and no one talked about it, so I assumed that it was lackluster. <laughs> no, I did not. Oh man, another uh uh oh. This is another Kenneth Bronick joint. 
I don't know who the, who's that. He did Artemis Fowl. <laughs> oh, what? Johnny or Judy Dench and Josh Gad were in this too? No, they weren't. I'm serious. In what? Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, that. Okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about only still. I'm, d- I'm done talking about. It. I'm done okay. talking about. It. <laughs> All right. Look, if you out there listening to this aren't done talking about only, and you want to email us about it, or just reach out to us in general, you can email us at sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. You can always hit us up on the social instead. We are on Twitter at b underscore roll podcast, and we're on Instagram at sci-fi-wiseguys. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, follow, heart, whatever you got to do on your podcast streaming platform of choice to show your support and get those little push notifications that we've released new episodes. Those five stars, the comments, we appreciate all that. What am I I missing? There's a Facebook group. I wouldn't blame you for not going there. (laughs) It is Facebook. It is the B-Roll Podcast group. And lastly, if you really liked what you heard and giving us that sweet follow and listen isn't enough. You can throw some money our way at patreon.com slash B underscore roll. Anything you donate through Patreon does go directly into the podcast with any expenses, new software, hardware, that type of thing as we move forward. Yeah. Did I miss something? I don't think so. All right. Oh, uh oh. Do you remember another question you had about the movie? No. Well, I was just going to say, if you really liked the B-Roll podcast and you haven't listened to any of the bonus episodes that we have for Star Trek's Lower Decks because you don't necessarily like Star Trek, that's fine. However, uh, it is a really good show. And if you don't watch it, you should watch it. And then you should listen to our podcast about it and then, um, you know, disagree with us. Yeah. There's uh, lots of people out there who like Star Trek. There's lots of people out there who like Star Trek a little too much. And uh, we <laughs> haven't met we haven't met enough of those people to tell us how we're wrong. So feel free to do that. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely appreciate everyone listening. You know, we just want you to stay up. You know, twenty twenty it's uh it's it's been rough. Uh, it is rough, and it's probably going to continue to be rough. So we just want you to stay healthy, stay hydrated. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. So I actually had to watch this movie in a couple of different parts. I didn't have time to watch the full movie all at once. Oh, I see. So I broke it down. I watched the first 30 some odd minutes. And then later in the day, I you know had an hour to finish it all off. Mm-hmm. And I had a meeting for work that I had to get to. Like I was watching it during lunchtime. So I couldn't you know take a little bit longer lunch or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I had to turn it off before the credits. I was hoping the credits would start pretty early in. And so... They get to the waterfall and they're having their moment at the waterfall. And I was like, man, I'm going to have to finish this later. And I turned it off. <laughs> I came back two hours later to finish the movie. And literally, she puts her hand up to adjust the camera, puts her hand on her over her heart with the date on it. And then the movie ends. Like literally, <laughs> I stopped the movie with five seconds left. In the oh, movie. I was like, ah. Almost had it. I could have just, oh man, if I'd just been slightly more patient. <laughs> i'm oh, sorry my dude <laughs> no no it's fine i just more patient <laughs> yeah slightly like you like need to be most... more patient for this movie. oh man <laughs>